Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everybody. This is Adam from the podcast that you're about to listen to. I'm just jumping in before the podcast to tell you about another podcast. If you can't get enough of podcasts, boy, do we have another podcast. Myself and Ben have been doing uh, uh, another one that is called Gabagool, a Sopranos podcast. We're going through and watching uh, every episode of The Sopranos, one a week, every week, and you can either listen to it like a little book club and rewatch The Sopranos with us. We won't spoil any episodes that we're not up to, so you can watch it for the first time with us. You can rewatch it with us. You can even just listen to the podcast and experience the show through our eyes, like a little, like an audiobook version of a TV show. It's fantastic, and it's technically not piracy, so you can get The Sopranos for free in a way. Uh, it's been really fun to do, and I think uh, it's enjoyable to uh, analyze and review a, a show as deep and fantastic as The Sopranos. So if that sounds interesting to you, Gabagool, a Sopranos podcast, is available now on every podcast platform you could care to imagine. Uh, go have a look for it, rate and review, subscribe, enjoy, tell your friends, and then uh, listen to this podcast as well, Filthy Casuals. <laughs> I love those guys. What an interesting take on video games they have every single week. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always, Ben Vanell here. I'm uh, I'm pumped, boys. There's so much shit to talk about this week. Me too. Uh, I'm also pumped, and I'm here to welcome you to the Adam Knox press conference. Thank you so much for joining us, both uh, on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and mm-hmm. Google uh, Google Plus. All it's our fantastic. co-streamers, thank you, everyone, for. Uh, did you see that E3 would just let the Jeff Adam Knox press, co- press conference, please? Actually, so oh, let okay. me uh, let me just okay. announce what I'm here to announce. Okay. Yep. Uh, I did it. I killed OJ. <laughs> you killed OJ? Yeah, yeah. OJ's dead? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big wow. twist. Uh, anyway, so what were you going to say? What did, did you see what? So um, E3, like usually with these huge events, anyone can just like pop it on their own Twitch channel and like co-stream mm. it, like host it. They wouldn't let, E3 wouldn't let Jeff Keighley put it on his and like he posted their little email and stuff saying like, mm. hey, it weird. E three wouldn't let me co stream this. They were they were they I think so E three in general was being like, Hey, just if you do do it, know that maybe you could get a DMCA strike or whatever. Because mm. there'll be music in the conferences and whatever right. that could get hit. But then Nintendo specifically did say, please don't anyone watch this on a stream. You can react to it. They gave they gave people permission to show their own faces reacting <laughs> to something right. they were looking at, right. which is very big of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you weren't allowed yeah. to have the conference on the thing as well. So 
please don't co-stream this because the audio is going to be two seconds out of sync <laughs> and we don't yeah. want yeah. you talking over this bizarre aesthetic choice that we've made for our presentation. <laughs> it is insane to have an ad... To be putting up an ad and say nobody <laughs> yeah. run our ad. That's that was yeah. the weird thing with with um with the E three one. It's like why would you not? You know, it's like um some with some sports like the NBA is like any literally anyone can get a clip from a game and put it on their Instagram because it's promotion. It's free promotion. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's don't why this thing exists is for yeah. people to talk about and discuss and add their own content to it mm. and and. It is get the word out there again, especially in a year where we didn't have it last year. And it felt like as we got closer and closer to it, it felt like the excitement was, you know, mm. pretty up. Like we were, we've been talking about it for weeks on this. It was like, oh yeah, we didn't get to yeah. have this like week of talking about all these new announcements last year. Yeah. It's exciting. You, you could even say that we got so excited for it that our expectations were set a little bit too high. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say for this episode of the podcast, um, not only is no one allowed to co-stream this or post it anywhere on socials, uh, please put the volume on zero while the podcast plays. No one can even hear it. Yeah. That's yeah, my... Please, I, I don't... Yeah. One headphone in one ear. I don't want your ears to co-hear this. There's no way that... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's so crazy. Why wouldn't Martin Scorsese let me rip a DVD of Taxi Driver and put it on the internet for free? It is free advertising for That's Taxi right. Driver. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out um, to everyone on an oil rig listening to this, though. You, <laughs> you are the real ones. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we don't need to dick around for too long because we have so much to talk about. Uh, but overall thoughts, I generally, I thought that this was a really good E3. There was a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to playing coming up. I don't think any one presentation really was a standout from start to finish, but I thought there was like a great smattering across the whole uh, three or four days of, of stuff. Like it felt like every time I logged on to Kotaku, there were a whole bunch of new trailers that I went, yeah, I'm really excited to play that. Mix of bigger stuff, more indie stuff at the moment for me personally. But um, yeah, it felt like we got a pretty mm. decent dose of uh, especially some first looks at some big, big things that people have been itching to see for a long time now. And, uh, you know, they're all still a long way away. But uh, yeah, should we should we dive into it with um, the first thing that happened, which was the Summer Games Fest? Mm. Yeah, I uh, so I watched this live because I was excited for this E3, and I guess just to say as well at the time that like my overall E3 thing, I think was not as like into it as yours because I think a lot of the games that we got seen, we got to see more of stuff that looks cool, but they weren't like those big surprising things. Because Elden Ring, it was really cool to see it for real, but we've known about it for years, and it was more just like, a, okay, fine, you know what I mean? Like, ah, there it is. It exists. We knew about right. it. I, I think right. um, personally, yeah. I had no expectations for E3. I've never really been that into it, and I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed this week of stuff that we we got to see. There were some really cool things mm. that I'd never seen before. Um, the stuff that we had already seen, I got a bit more into. I think Xbox is pretty much Xbox and Bethesda is is being touted as the the quote unquote winner of the conferences, um, yeah. but I didn't watch any of them live except for the Nintendo one. So I've this is just a series of trailers for me. Some of them I liked, some of them I didn't, which is yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. 
I think the fact that you know everything these days gets leaked before it's out as well mm. doesn't like that. Mario and Rabbits right. thing would have been cool to be like, well, uh, you know, not that yeah. you have to be well, wild yeah, about everything. Yeah, let's talk about that when we get to it because yeah. that is pretty funny mm. in and of itself. But yeah, I, I, so, I kind of I don't really know where my expectations were mm. on the whole. It was really hard to know going in because. As we've been discussing, uh, COVID's affected things and it was hard to know whether that meant that no one would have anything Mm. or whether because of there not being one of these last year that there was still a bit of a holdover. And it it kind of felt like it landed sort of somewhere in the middle. For sure. Mm. Some big delays, but also there was a bit of a backlog of stuff that perhaps would have been shown earlier this year or at the end of last year and that when these developers got wind that E3 would be happening, it was pretty easy to hold on to them and go, okay, well, that's when we'll shuffle For it sure. Out. I reckon mm. Elden Ring is absolutely one of those as well because they gave a release date. It's January something next year, uh, which is sort of around, I guess, what everyone was expecting. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. this year was on the cards too, but it looks a hell of a fucking lot like a game that From Software makes. Right. And I'm uh, super into that. It's a combination of all the stuff they've made from the look of it. No real, like, gameplay, but it was all, like, in-engine sort of stuff happening, but, you know, not, like, yeah. actually someone playing it. And it looks like you're basically doing a Dark Souls thing that's at the speed of Bloodborne with the, like, jumping around and uh, maneuverability of Sekiro, which is great. Yeah. Yep. Horses yeah. too, right? Everyone's going on about the horses. You can ride some horses Hors- around. And it's horses that can double jump, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Normal horses can. If you're a good yep. enough show jumper, that's what show jumping is. Uh, and it's semi open world, right? That's the other thing yeah. about it. Big hub and then like sort of six uh sounds very, you know, kind of Ocarina of Time sort of setup where it's a big central area that then has splintering off kind of dungeon bits. Four-player co-op um, mm. in that middle bit too. But then you can't ride your horse when you're doing multiplayer for some reason. They came out and said that, I guess, because mm. people were so excited about the horses. They were like, yeah, the horses are great, but just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no uh, It looks like exactly what uh, you would hope for this game to be. Nothing too surprising, you know, and it's got a lot of, like the trailer that we've seen has a lot of that very from software game kind of voiceover of like, here's the mystical word that you mm-hmm. need to, oh, in the age of these yeah. guys, blah, this happened. So I, I, you can't tell what George R. R. Martin has done in that because it's the same as Dark Souls pretty much. Yeah, I was going to say, right. like the the one, the, the negative stuff I've seen about this has been, well, actually, I haven't seen this. This is my opinion. It looks, it doesn't <laughs> look very new. It doesn't look very right. current gen. It looks a little... Some of the textures didn't even look that high res. That's just my impression. Like I'm not. I know that the aesthetic is more important, um, mm. but I I don't know. That's something I noticed. And some people being like, "What does George R. R. Martin even bring to this?" It's like you've yeah. just seen a cinematic trailer. Like how can you judge that mm. from this? Wait until the yeah. game comes out. I I think that it 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 the the fact that it seems as though it has a similar style of story from this trailer where it is where it will kind of be a backgroundy thing that you kind of don't interact with directly too much throughout the game right is the impression that this trailer gives because of how similar it is to their previous games uh, maybe contributes to that and like yeah i agree that uh it looks i mean because it's coming out on like those older consoles on the original xbox one and ps4 mm. it does look not quite as spectacular as their games can sometimes look 
but the aesthetic is definitely still there and I'm, I'm stoked about it. I think that similarity to what to follow up on what we were saying last week about the easy mode stuff, mm. I wouldn't hold uh, your breath for that to be <laughs> no. in this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought uh I thought this looked really cool. Like I, I'm not a big from software head. I thought yeah, the the style and everything was was really appealing and yeah, I just kept thinking about uh yeah, what you were saying last week, Ben, that yeah, unfortunately, I, I probably will get it, but I can't see myself getting very far in it mm. at all. I see myself bouncing off it pretty quick. But I thought the trailer was great, and as a, and it's kind of like a first thing that we saw. This this really got me hyped up. How, I thought, um, how far did yeah, you get I, in? I think the, in I think Demon the design, Souls. everything is cool. Uh, I did the first bit, and then like the first um, whatever the whatever they whatever they're called in game, the first level or the first world right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I did that. I did that first boss, and then I, yeah, I I just never I never really even attempted the second. Bit. Right. I, I think I'd, I felt like I'd made good progress in it, and then I dipped out for a little bit to focus on Spider-Man instead, and then some other stuff came out, and I just didn't uh, didn't go back to it. But I hadn't really hit a wall where I couldn't, um, where I literally couldn't, you know, beat any of it yet. Right. I just uh, I just got an, a very immense amount of satisfaction from having finally done that first world, and and in my head went, that'll do me. <laughs> right. I'm going to pretend that this is just a a four hour game that looks beautiful. That's uh, that's exactly the same thing that happened to Peter Parker with University. He dropped it to <laughs> focus on Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my experience with the original Demon's Souls the first time as well, is that I would get to like the, the sort of second, I guess, boss with a big night guy mm. and find it a bit confusing and difficult and then go, oh, I'll come back to this later. And then it took me... Uh, years to understand and, and appreciate these games kind of, you know, or to, to get to yeah. the point where I push through whatever wall that is that they put up in front of you. And that initial wall is really, really high. Mm. It's a lot higher than after you kind of, whatever clicks about these games clicks in, they do get yeah. easier. I don't know why, but... um, I think it was yeah. kind of like doing that first world and like, you know, the frustration of just you get put on your ass so many times and having finally conquered that and that felt so good i just kind of wasn't quite ready to reset and have mm. to go through all of that again yeah. and have that experience of like pushing through a i i wasn't quite ready to go back into the world of like the f the very very frustrating early bits of getting through the next section that's fair um, enough well but yeah if you are after a uh, uh maybe what appears to be a slightly more straightforward game but of a similar-ish style uh, this game Sable that they showed oh. a bit during that um, game fest whatever thing, and in a couple of the other conferences, I think. Yeah, it yeah, looks it really cool. It looks kind of like Zelda cross with Journey, right? Yeah. yeah, and this this got shown ages ago. I feel like we mm. first got a glimpse of this uh, somewhere. I can't remember where, and I remember it really sticking out to me back then. But uh, it's dated now, right? It's coming out. This year? This year, I'm pretty sure, yeah. September or something. That it's sounds got right. a, a soundtrack done by Japanese Breakfast, who yeah. I am a big fan of. She came out and performed her song from it uh, as part of the stream. And uh, yeah, she's played a pretty significant role in the in in the in the making of it. Um, you know, she's kind of front and center promoting this, which is which is pretty cool. Because yeah, if you haven't yeah. if you haven't uh, checked out her stuff, um, look her up because she's great. And eggs, uh, yeah, I think eggs, her little <laughs> bit of soup, maybe some <laughs> rice and some of that orange stuff. 
Um, <laughs> well, if you mean Ben when we went there in 2016, the song would be more like basically non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Where the fuck can you buy cereal? We just want to have a quick little snack in the Airbnb. Beers, beers, <laughs> sandwiches from 7-Eleven. <laughs> she, uh, um, there's a she demo. Performed there's a demo of this out now. You can get it. Oh, really? Right. If you have yeah. uh, an Xbox, and it looks like PC as well because. Uh, yep, I hit download and it is downloading. So there's a demo for Sable uh, on Windows and Xbox. Um, I'm I reckon so you, might need, you might need to pause that download, Ben, because the second you said it's downloading, your your picture froze. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to get back to that download. Your your window there in the Discord all of a sudden looks very similar to the aesthetic style of Sable <laughs> since <laughs> you've started downloading it. Right. Ironically enough, it's paused. But yeah. yeah, it's this beautiful uh, palette, um, uh, sort of yeah, uh, very nice pastel mm. colors, uh, looks, sort of cell shadedy sort of look. But like it's drawn with like fine liners. It was like it's a specific yeah. version mm. of like this kind of illustrated look that I haven't seen a game do like this before. No, it looks no, really, no, really cool. It's extremely uh, reminiscent of the the graphic artist Mobius, uh, who was like a French guy, made a bunch of science fiction comics and graphic novels in I think the seventies. This is like. Yeah, um, early sci-fi graphic novel stuff. He uh, was uh, the guy who gave Neo the blue pill. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the red yeah, yeah. Pill. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to get that detail wrong. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be a little bit wrong about something from the Matrix. Uh, the red pill. I apologize. Yeah, um, there's a. Uh, funnily enough, there's a game that's uh, been announced earlier that was shown. I, I can't remember what. Um, what presentation it was shown in over E3, but it's coming out soon. It's called Ollie Ollie World, mm. and it it's the the art style is kind of similar to this pastels, the cell shaded sort of look. It's like a two D uh, skateboarding platformer that um, reminds me a bit of the uh, Milo CD ROM video game that you could <laughs> send uh. away and get. Back in the early 2000s. <laughs> that um, classic cultural touchstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of those Oli Oli games so far. I think they started off as like uh, phone games, I want to say even. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there, yeah, there this other one looks. This looks cool. And it, it looks, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that it's, um, that it's coming out when it is. Because, uh, yeah, aesthetically it looks quite similar to Sable in terms of that, um, that art direction of the, sure. uh, yeah, the 3D model that's got the line around it still. Mm. But yeah, sort of exploration adventure game looks pretty cool. You want to talk about exploration? You want to talk about adventure? Mm-hmm. Well, how about if there was some version of Death Stranding coming out called a director's <laughs> cut, which is meaningless? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> director's cut used to refer to like, hey, the studio kind of meddled, and right. this is the uh, this is the version that I wanted to put out there. It's like. Dude, the studio has your surname. <laughs> yeah. like, who who told you? Who on earth told you that you couldn't just put this stuff in originally? Yeah, maybe it's, Sony. Uh, and maybe Sony. It could be. Uh, maybe, maybe Sony. But like the the trailer was a bit of fun, like kind of a Metal Gear mm. thing going on, and then it didn't really say anything about what the director's cut edition meant. Um, you, uh, the, it will be like upgraded visually and stuff for the PS5 and patched and whatever for that. But other than that, it's unclear what that actually, what like content wise that means, if anything. Mm. But I'm interested mm. to see because that game's great. Yeah, I'm just trying to find if there is any information about what the changes are. 
I think they said there'll be more to come. Like they'll yeah. they'll do their own thing at some point. And he's uh, I, Kojima was interviewed on this Summer Games Fest as well, and he brought up nine eleven twice on this like. <laughs> stream about him like announcing this game and like Jeff Keighley after oh, the yeah. first time he brought it up clearly tried to direct him away from it and then Kaji was like yeah yeah anyway like I was saying uh, after 9-11 making games was pretty different <laughs> it was just so weird that, wow that guy's a lunatic and it's it's pretty cool so um, yeah they're, they're working on their next thing currently mm. it seems like well very early stages he was like I'm getting inspiration from here and here and whatever uh, that's well, great that that's the next mags. iteration of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great that that's the next iteration of his like intense hard on for America and everything about it is to just be mm. constantly evoking nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, it was just that it seemed it was so strange to me because he had to take shit out of Metal Gear Solid Two yeah, after that happened. That's right. So mm. I think he was specifically referring to like how prescient um, uh, Death Stranding was of like. COVID stuff. Right. And, uh, the world right. that he was like, oh, it's pretty weird. So he was saying his next game, he didn't want to be as a uh, futurist and wanted to be a bit more fun and entertaining, which I'm right. r- like stoked to hear him having a go at being fun and entertaining will be uh, horrific. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I think he, he for a while has wanted to be like, you know, he's good mates with um, Nicholas Winding Refn, the, the director of drive, who, like, they all seem to have lent into, like, I want to be a real artist and be real gritty and show violence or with Kojima, like, lean into the intellectualism. And it's like, no, 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 just, like, shackles off, make something fun, make something silly and pulpy like the Metal Gear Solid series was. I want to see Kojima make a cheeseburger. Yeah. Completely. Like, it'll be great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it'd be exciting. He is a big talent, or should I say a big natural talent? <laughs> you should. You absolutely should. <laughs> uh, I wonder if... I'm trying to think if there's one of these games on this list will fit if I say speaking of big naturals, but not really. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club's getting some <laughs> yeah. It's on Switch or something. Is, there's yeah. no way I'm playing that game again. No. Never in my life. No, no. I don't think you can, right? Like you, right. you only get the benefit of uh, its creativity once. Interesting that yeah, they're bringing out like a console version of Doki Doki Literature Club, which I think we did like a whole spoiler section of one of the podcasts about. So you can go look for that, mm. maybe. Mm. But there's stuff about that game that it makes it uh, surprising that it's coming out in this form. Yes, it would be hard S- to achieve the same effect. <clears throat> um, yeah. But cool, I guess, you know, that there's, uh, that game is really doing its thing pretty hard. So good for Mm. you, Doki Doki Literature Club. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Speaking Um, of pretty hard, uh, what's next on the list? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we got Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope kind of spoiled before not spoiled you can't spoil a fucking ad i don't know why i'm buying into this but <laughs> no it I, like, I like Le- I, leaked yeah it's exciting to to be surprised and so sitting down yeah. and you know watching a horror movie if someone before the horror movie's gone you know scream actually uh dies at the end <laughs> uh, the character of scream he dies yeah like you, I love saying the character of Scream. Calling Scream, his name is real fun. But so, yeah, they showed it at like the Ubisoft press conference, which happened uh, early on, and it looks but cool. 
several hours before that, yeah. the internet went into a tizzy because when you say it was spoiled, this wasn't this wasn't like a Reddit thread, no. this wasn't a 4chan post. This was <laughs> someone at Nintendo hitting submit on a listing on their website for it. Yeah. Set like six hours or something before the Ubisoft presentation was meant to happen. Just this listing just out of the blue just appears on Nintendo's website and people are going, is this how they're <laughs> announcing it? Like, so weird. How, does, how the fuck does this happen? 100% just picking the wrong auction, wrong time zone in a drop-down box Absolutely. when they were scheduling it. Yeah, like it, it, it yeah, it's so it, easy it to do. Rolled over to that date and it just went up. I, yeah, totally agree. It's like, right. Whoever uploaded it, <laughs> uploaded it at 12.01am by mistake. So it was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it looks, yeah, cool. More, more mm. of the the same sort of thing. Yeah, great that there's a sequel. The first one was great. I saw a little bit of stuff online, uh, obviously because this had happened before the uh, Nintendo Direct. There mm. were a lot of people saying like, "This looks uh, bits of this look a little a little crisper than what the Switch." can do i wonder right. if this hints at uh right what we're about to see because yeah I, i'd forgotten about this remember uh was it a few years ago or quite a few years ago now when what games was it, it was the first watchdogs and something else were shown off mm. running on the new hardware before the new hardware had been announced and sony and microsoft oh. got quite shitty about that so if if you if you want to put your tinfoil hat on i think you could argue that uh <laughs> Ubisoft have done this to Nintendo with the Switch Pro, and so their response has been, well, fuck you, we're going to put up our internal listing for it before you do your announcements to take the wind out of your sails. Maybe. (laughs) However, to counter that theory, I I put it to the the court, Mm, the 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 word Switch Pro... That we're not allowed to say Switch Pro again <laughs> because I think we've invented it. I yeah, think we're talking yeah. about Bigfoot, and uh, <laughs> it seems <laughs> like it's not going to happen. Some cunt just pretended that Nintendo bought a bunch of OLED screens. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's happening!" I don't know what. You know, definitely one this, of the parts of E3 that that was like, the, yeah, yeah, this would be so fascinating in a couple of years' time to read a full breakdown of how something like this gathers momentum to the point that it did where it was being reported on by so many reputable news sources yeah. as as it got closer and closer as just a statement of fact like this is happening in a week this is uh, i would i'd love to hear all the internal stuff of how that gathers the kind of momentum that it did cuz it's crazy it's mm. like richard gear putting a hamster up his ass level of like <laughs> Now that we're after the fact, it's like, oh, yeah, of course that didn't happen. <laughs> but you're yeah. right. It, like, I'm reading, like, there's a Bloomberg article from the 27th of May. Yeah. Nintendo plans upgraded Switch replacement as soon as September. Like, mm. yeah. well, what are we supposed to, like, Bloomberg is, a, as is, you know, it's a pretty credible source. I, mm. don't, like, where is it? <laughs> where yeah, it's crazy. It? it was so weird it's that it bizarre. didn't happen. I really thought it was a foregone conclusion two weeks yeah. ago. It's really bizarre. But uh, it didn't yeah. happen. Um, something that did happen that, that seemed like it was uh, that everyone kind of knew was coming but didn't know. So the the Xbox conference was kind of the next uh, big oh, one. Oh, just after quickly that. before you get to that, can we uh, can we just hold on Ubisoft for one second? Mm. Um, because I I just I, something about this I've really found so funny. Uh, Ubisoft having their big reveal of Avatar the video. Oh game, yeah, oh, good point. Just it's like it's uh, like. 
the world of Avatar in the context of film, tw- like whenever it came out, fifteen years ago or something, two thousand nine, was kind of so whatever that cool yeah, and 12. unique and interesting. But in the context of video games in twenty twenty one, it's just incredibly like samey mm. and. Like when the big thing in the trailer is you can ride dragons in this game. It's like you look at all the environments and the characters and it's like this just looks like every yeah. fucking video game. Do you know what it looks like? The 2009 Xbox 360 game, Avatar. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it, man, it's so insane. Like, Because you go, that's so weird that they make an Avatar game. Then you go, oh, right. They're making four more Avatar movies. Mm. Avatar's coming I, back yeah. one day. Unless these are the Switch Pro movies and we just think it's happening and it won't. It seems a little bit like... I think the new one is meant to be out relatively soon and it feels like because they haven't really shown anything of that yet that there'll be elements of that new film in this game Mm -hmm. and they can't show those elements yet so they've had to just focus on stuff Mm -hmm. that already exists in in the first film which, yeah, you're just showing a game version yeah. of a film from 2009. Be careful. Like, when, we're cutting, when we're cutting this trailer together, everybody, make sure you don't show from the second film that Super Unobtainium is in this game. Oh, it's yeah. incredibly <laughs> difficult to get. The second film's going to be underwater. That's all I know about it. And I think yeah, it was delayed. Yeah. I think it was meant to come out like the end of this year and it was delayed to the end of next year or something. Right. So, well, you know. It was delayed in spite of him saying, it's actually been awesome because COVID hasn't affected my filming because I've just been doing it. I think he's actually said this, right? right? And just in a, in a big pool in a warehouse, he's like... With green screens it, around it. It hasn't yeah. affected us. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can't get COVID underwater. <laughs> you ever seen a fish cough? <laughs> no. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, sorry to uh, sorry to cut you off, re Microsoft, but I was just uh, I was just busting to get a little mention of Avatar <laughs> in there because I, uh, I very much enjoyed watching that trailer. It's like being at a dinner party with James Cameron, just buttoned <laughs> in to tell me about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, forgot about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, everyone. Uh, there's been some sort of mistake here. We haven't mentioned Avatar for a while. <laughs> I don't know if uh, should we say uh, is everyone okay. Should we, say, <laughs> should we say Grace? What before we talk about Avatar? <laughs> <are you> crazy? <laughs> so, thanks for inviting me around. I bet you're wondering why I made them blue. <laughs> it's an interesting story, actually. You've heard it before. Oh, well, then you'll know exactly where the good bits are. So when I was sitting down to draw, yeah, uh, the Xbox One. Uh, the, the the Xbox press conference uh, uh, was on Saturday night or like Sunday morning at like 3 a.m. our time. Mm-hmm. And I chose to remain awake for that for some reason. I watched the whole thing, fell asleep during Forza Horizon 5 at the end because right. watching cars drive around while you're already sleepy, like mm-hmm. a little baby in the back of one, I just I nodded right off. Yeah. But, Did, was um, there someone around to then carry you into your bed after that trailer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the huge robot that I've secretly built to do that from the couch to bed every day to make me feel like <laughs> awesome. a child. Uh, oh, man, that would actually probably sell, hey? That yeah. really would sell. Yeah, if only I had the technique. I said that like I had an idea I could achieve, but there's <laughs> Finally, no Finally, I've got yeah. a use for these robotics parts that I've got in my yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a money-making idea. Let's build a mech. Um, Why are they worrying about the self-driving car? It's so potentially dangerous and unsafe. Get the tech going in the in the you know 
in the bedroom carrying robot. Yeah, absolutely. You can test out the kind of the genesis of the idea. It's only going a short distance. The stakes are very low if it fucks up. It's just going to drop you near your bed. Mm-hmm. Or three quarters of the way onto the bed. And you don't need a self-driving car then, because even if you drive for a long time and get home tired, guess who's there to take you to bed? <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Yep. Lifty. Uh, so I believe the Xbox conference opened with Starfield, or it was at least very early. Right. And it was just like a little, it's seemingly pre-rendered, trailer of like a person getting into a pretty normal looking i mean futuristic looking but very earth looking spaceship right 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 right. and that was that was basically all you got there yes it was them going yeah 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 nah it's coming and uh Did they, then date I think it? they said 2022 yeah, yeah i yeah. think they said next year yeah i think you're, yeah i think so which is pretty big you know starfield has been hypothetical <laughs> for the past right. few years pretty much same as elder scrolls 6 um mm-hmm. i think Todd Howard specified because th- you can't climb up ladders in any Bethesda games. Like the other other characters can't do it. Like the NPCs can't do it. There's a lot right. of shit wrong with that old uh, what's it called Create Engine or something like that. Right. But right. They, they, they're making this. They've got the second version of that engine that this is now running on. It's a kind of new or at least upgraded engine. Yeah. All the Fallout games and all of those that they've put out for the last. 20 years mm-hmm. <laughs> so time for an upgrade but yeah it, it they said a bit of stuff about it like yeah this is fallout in space totally which yeah or skyrim cool. in space i think the the scope uh, of it is they've been open and willing to commit to saying yeah it's going to be as big and as as you know um, yeah. expansive and feature as much emergent gameplay as Something like Skyrim, which is They're pretty big. Name checking all of them, yeah. Mm. Uh, it looks. I like kind of the aesthetic. It's like a very just realistic NASA looking type kind yes. of uh, space. It's almost like how Alien Isolation's aesthetic was for the. If you took seventies into the future, it's that. Mm. But if you took now into the future, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say because it's not like here's what we imagine all these touchscreens will be like in the future. It's it's a lot more kind of grounded looking in this brief mm-hmm. kind yep. of cinematic trailer or whatever it is. So um, yeah, cool to see. Not a lot there, and interesting as well to 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 see that like at the end of a Bethesda thing being like this will come to Xbox. I was going to say the one th- yeah we there's no more uh, Bethesda <laughs> show showcase. No, it's, it's all Xbox and Bethesda now, and Xbox was a lot of Bethesda. If that makes yeah. sense, like mm-hmm. the balance yeah. of, of what was interesting in the Microsoft showcase was, yeah, a lot of Bethesda-y stuff. But yeah, Starfield, cool. I'm I'm bang up for it. Same, yeah. I'm 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 like space. I don't think I'd like the real space if I ever met it, but space mm-hmm. and video games, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And I want to go to a bunch of different planets and have people go, ah, traveler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Space traveler. Have you heard about the space elves? It'll probably be that. I don't know. Mm. It's it, Yeah, it wasn't a huge amount more information, but it was them saying, yeah, it's what you think it is, and yeah, it's coming next year, and it's on the Xbox. That was basically the the bullet list, the bullet like, points there. I think it is interesting, actually. Yeah, the, the, aesthetically, it's not... It's, it is more like Skyrim in that it's like, well, we're taking um, a genre, and we're not reinventing it. It's not like Fallout, where we're right. applying a very specific retro futurism aesthetic to it it's just like i think meant to be a very immersive 
open RPG. Right, like they are doing like a vanilla mm. space game. Yeah, it, yes. It almost seems like. Yep. Which, uh, yeah, cool. Vanilla's nice. People yeah. give shit to vanilla, but strawberries getting eaten last in one of the Neapolitan things, so... Yeah. Second best. Hugely underrated flavour. Ripper flavour. Yeah. Uh, Halo and Forza Horizon 5, they show more of. I think those are pretty self-explanatory, honestly. Halo looks better than it did last year. Yes. And they went into what the multiplayer is, which you can uh, find out more about our thoughts about that in a video we just recorded. Mm. Big Ben's trailer trailer, which is on our YouTube channel. Yeah. We go through Mm -hmm. a few different uh, trailers of games there and talk about some of them. So... I don't think there's too much to say about either of those, but they are obviously big for Microsoft. Yeah, I watched the sort Forza of extended. Looks great. Yeah, I watched the Forza extended gameplay thingy, and yeah. fuck, it looks photoreal. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of wild yeah. that um, these it looks that kinds good. of uh, yeah, sorry, these kinds of uh, racing games are always the thing that um, that that really showcases a new console mm. to its best, I think. And uh, yeah, I, I loved playing uh, the last one on uh, Game Pass when I bought the xbox that i currently have and mm. yeah if if something's gonna convince me to upgrade it's probably gonna be that to be honest i um, think it is still on the xbox one no i know but like just having it because yeah know, right yeah, right and yeah i mean even four looks fucking awesome on the series x as well like having it run really smoothly and those those games are mm. so much fun i'm i'm definitely looking forward to it i don't mean to uh be dismissive of it but it's a pretty known quantity is all you know yeah, yeah. you're getting what you're getting with those games which is great and in mexico this time which yeah. looks mm. like a cool setting mm. for it yeah uh and halo infinite sort of same deal yeah more stuff on the multiplayer there but i think we kind of know the direction that's going in and it does look like the the year's delay was a good idea yeah they said holiday 2021 they didn't give a specific date which is weirdly like Mm. Even now, you can't tell us like December third or what. Like, it it's that's kind of strange, and maybe it'll slip more. But if it does, cool, because it looks like they're going in the right direction with it. Yeah, it still is so crazy that it got delayed so close after them announcing that first date, and right. it got delayed by such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Where. Again, another one that I would love to know behind the scenes. Mm. What state was it in? Like that they. Like, who thought that they could announce a date and have it be that soon and and be that wrong about it? Right. It's bizarre. Um, Stalker 2, that, that, it looks kind of cool. I think that's a long way off still, but like uh, sort of uh, surviving in uh, amped up um, cartoony, not cartoony, but like imagine if magic existed in Chernobyl because of radiation. Yeah. <laughs> That's what those first Stalker games cool. are, and it, and it looks all right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie as well. It's like, yeah. That, yeah I think good having thing to do with your spare to... time, just hmm? to be one. Yeah, you know how easy you're it is on record to look through a window? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're made of glass. You look <laughs> right, right through them. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. You should tint those things. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love this trailer. It's... I thought it was really well made, really <laughs> cinematic, um, mm. very thoughtful, like good cutting good mm. yeah just well put together and I, I don't yeah. know if i don't know if i played the first one but i've i've read the book and seen the movie and and it looks more interesting because it reminded me of metro yeah. and yeah i i'm not really into metro i think i maybe always thought metro was stalker and was disappointed that it wasn't 
Right. Metro is a lot more of just a sort of first person shooter where Stalker is like kind of half RPG type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it definitely looks cool. And also, yeah, a little teaser for The Outer Worlds 2 that we talk about a bit in that YouTube video. But mm-hmm. in general, cool. I'm up for more Outer Worlds. I like those DLCs that they put out for mm. the game. Uh, I like the game itself. I am up for seeing them do uh, hopefully like a more um, uh, put together, like slightly bigger budget. Like it did fall apart a little towards the end. It ran out of steam. And I would love to see them be able to do a more complete version of what that game uh is Mm. yeah and then a couple of smaller ones in this xbox one there's a game called fucking party animals you ever heard of gang beasts yeah yeah Yeah, party animals stole gang beasts yeah right it's fucking crazy really really egregiously too like i i watched Mm. this just before and i thought oh i yeah, okay. This or like I literally thought it was Gang Beast. Right. And I was like, I could have I could have sworn this was called something different, <laughs> but oh well, I guess they just yeah, so I I must have missed something along the way there. But yeah, they Wow. Yeah, it's the the very um uh yeah, animals with with very kind of um heavy sort of physics, right? You kind of jumping around and knocking yeah. each other over. Mm. Um four guys has kind of borrowed a bit of that physics uh, engine a bit, yeah. By by the looks of things, but yeah, very um, just crazy. Very, I'd mm, be fucking yeah. calling lawyers all over the place if I was the people who made gang base beasts because like <laughs> it is exactly the same thing. This is like when a fish and chip shop does a burger that's called like the Big Mark, right? And then it's it's they're making a Big Mac and they're rubbing it mm. in McDonald's's face, and McDonald's should sue the little guy. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like you took the word gang and put that into a thesaurus and the word beasts and put that into a thesaurus. Exactly. <laughs> Party animals. Yeah, it's yeah. that exactly. creative, yeah. like that it extends to the title. I yeah. can't believe that they've done it. It's, but it also, it's crazy. It seems like that should be the other way around, right? It seems yeah. like yeah. Party Animals yeah. should be the original because that's a much more natural name for it. Totally. And gang beasts should be the like... Third tier down rip off kind of name. Right. That's yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another one called 12 Minutes that we've seen before, which is that game where it's sort of like a couple having an argument or a conversation or something. And it's like a looping uh, 12 minute span of time that you go through again and again and again to uh, eventually kind of puzzle solve your way out of whatever the situation is. It's a um, murder mystery, right? This yeah, looks really yeah. cool. Yeah. It looks yeah. really cool. And I think this is new that the voices of mm. the characters now are James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Which that's great. Is, and they sounded good in this trailer. Daisy Ridley has a good American accent. I've not heard her do that before, but it sounded mm. great. And those are all really... I mean, I, I really like James McAvoy and Willem Dafoe. I've not seen Danny, Daisy Ridley in anything other than Star Wars. But right. um, it's one guy making this game... So it's I, I I don't know if Xbox has like gotten behind Microsoft's given him a bit of cash to get those people on board, but uh, it looked really slick and I'm I'm interested in this game uh, very much. It's, yeah, it's me um, too. And Annapurna, like they're publishing yeah. it, so I guess there's probably a bit of money there as well. Yeah, Luis right. Antonio is the guy who's who's making this an interactive thriller. It's billed as. I, I don't he, think I had seen this before, um, and it looks fucking awesome. I, I think yeah. it's a great yeah. concept. 
I don't remember seeing it before this weekend, but mm. yeah, I immediately was like, that looks great. And also, uh, didn't Annapurna announced uh, early on in E3 that they're going to have their own presentation early July? Right. Showing right. off a bunch of stuff that they're publishing oh, and they've cool. got that real kind of, yeah, they've got a bit of the Midas touch, I think, mm. when it comes to picking stuff to put out. So that's that's exciting to see more sure. of what they've uh, got coming out. This guy, Lewis, as well, he was uh, like an art guy or something like that on The Witness. I oh. can't remember exactly what his title was. So he's got sort of... Art guy sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was yeah. called Art Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he changed his name to Lewis Antonio. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm super interested in that game. Um, I don't remember where it was that it was shown before, but I remember seeing that top-down view of the apartment right. and, the, and the idea of it looping back again and again, which is really cool. There's, and similarly... Um, yeah. Sorry, there's... Sorry. Yeah, there's... I think Sony and EA are also doing separate presentations in July or soonish. So there's a right. there's a there's like a second E3 almost with a great yeah. indie publisher and then yeah EA and Sony doing stuff in like a month's yeah. time. Cuz Sony for sure them being gone from E3 is still a big big hole in the yeah. experience of this and I think yeah. that is part of why things feel a little bit Flatter than they might have in the past with E three, besides COVID and everything. Mm. Sony and not I being also, there is huge. Uh, mm. Yeah, I also think we're well overdue to get a Nintendo Direct. So hopefully they announce uh, something soon. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, let's. Summerville <laughs> uh, is another game that was in that Xbox uh, um, presentation that I think we're all interested in, and we talk about a bit Looks in great. that. Trailer, trailer as well. Yes. Um, if that's if that's that's all for Xbox Bethesda. Uh, that 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 I found interesting. I don't know if you guys saw anything out of that one that uh, piqued your whetted your appetite. Maybe I've oh, got a game My appetite stuff, is right? so dry. <laughs> I'm not hungry at all. <laughs> oh, baby, my appetite's so wet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lots of uh, put two fingers lots of in game my pass, right? <laughs> Yeah, heaps Lots of, of Game Pass heaps of stuff for game announcements pass. in this. Like uh, they just seem to be really rolling those out. Yakuza Like a Dragon right. is up there right now. Yeah. Uh, ben and I have finished it recently, as we talked about. It's fantastic if you've got access to it now. Uh, definitely uh, put it up the top of your list because I think we, not to speak for you, Ben, but I think we couldn't recommend it more. Absolutely, it so much. It's, it's a, one of my all-time favorite games now. Um, Mm. I think this was in the Xbox showcase Diablo 2 Resurrected. Yeah. Um is something that I'm definitely keen for. I think I talked well, you know when it was initially revealed about the fact that it it's a shame on principle that it's just a remaster. I wish that there was maybe something new coming uh, and the fact that it sort of gets rid of the aesthetic of the original which mm. was so cool and is such a holds such a nostalgic place for me, but mm. I still will play Diablo 2 again. And, and it's cool. I, it definitely, yeah, seeing this made me just want to play that original again, to be honest. Right, uh, right. We, and you're not losing out on anything if you don't care about it being widescreen and high resolution because it is the same game. So totally. that is kind of a good aspect, I guess, of remasters is that you're not, you know, missing out on anything if you play the original. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can keep it nice and neat. You can keep your whole, your whole experience nice and neat and trim. <laughs> That's what I like. So let's go to the next presentation. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> this this episode, this big bumper, you know, uh, overgrown episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> um, 
Hey, fellas. We're in the thick yeah. of winter here it, it, in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> and a storm's a brewing. It looks like one to three inches are in the forecast. <laughs> one to three inches. Yeah, that's about right. Wow, um, did they write this copy for you, Tommy and Ben? <laughs> Where's the copy for me that says a hundred inches? A hundred inches. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one to three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush. Um, okay, hibernation bush. I. Uh, That's why bears are so fuzzy when they come out of hibernation. They're all pube. They're, they're all pube. <laughs> they're covered. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's only one little patch of their body that hair grows on, and it's like this. Bo- it's this body wide comb over that they're doing. Yep. Is that what you're saying? That's yeah. why they're yeah. called bear because if you wax them, they're bear. Oh. Or if you don't want to wax, do you have other options, Ben? Absolutely. Call me Grizzly Man because I am just uh, covered in a thin film of fur that uh, I, I shaved down to exactly the length that I wanted with the products offered by Manscaped. Um, our, our mates at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Oh, boy. Someone's really had a field day here. <laughs> Just Googled the word winter and then yeah, yeah. had a scroll. <laughs> uh, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. We are part of that 2 million. We trust Manscaped. They yeah. make really good products. and we It's have an the only offer. large group of men that I will willingly say I'm a member of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even gamers you refuse to be a part of. That's top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get 20% off. We've said this every time that they've sponsored us. You should know the deal by now. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code filthy at manscaped.com. Uh, I still love them. Um, we, got, we Yeah, we've got their products. They're working perfectly. They're still yep. the best razor, yep. electric razor I've ever owned. Huge, they've sent us a bunch of stuff now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All their products that they've sent us have been great and all stuff that I quite genuinely uh, would buy, even yeah. if they hadn't have sent it to me. Um, yeah. Very, yeah, very worth having. Well-designed, works great. Very Couldn't high quality. Very high yep. quality. Yeah. And 20% off and free shipping. Well, motherfucker, you can't beat that deal. That can't be beat. You can't beat it, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks, Manscaped, <laughs> for making our winter wieners look so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love reading this copy. It's this snowman's uh, yeah. not embarrassed of his carrot. <laughs> yes. I get the impression that this copywriter was like, honestly, I'd pay them to work here. This, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, manscapes.com. The code is filthy. And then you're going to end up the opposite of filthy. That's how good they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check them out. They support us to so do the right thing and support them. Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. <laughs> Don't be morally do right wrong thing. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's ethically bankrupt to not uh, support the sponsor yep. of a podcast that you listen to. <laughs> but, fellas, we need to dive back into the conferences. Mm. And uh, I think we need to talk about um, one, of, one of the biggest uh, conferences that happened over the weekend. So many great announcements. I am, of course, talking about the studio Capcom who Whoa. held a press conference where they talked about the fact that Resident Evil had come out a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah, um, They were thinking they... about getting around to some DLC at some point. Mm, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they yeah, maybe. talked about Ace Attorney Chronicles, which is oh, out yeah. in like a couple of weeks or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Monster and, Hunter uh, Stories that's mm-hmm. out in a couple of weeks. Yep. 
And I think that was basically it. Yeah, I think maybe another <laughs> update for Monster Hunter Rise. I think they're doing one last update for that. And yeah, right. but yeah, Capcom was like, "Yeah, we got nothing." <laughs> I really was pretty. I thought we'd get something out of them. I was excited. I did. I said last week. I've been thinking recently about what they've got. So many like kind of um, great, revered franchises. Yeah, I really thought we were going to get a, a little a little taste of something from him. It was it was very bizarre mm. to yeah talk about stuff that is coming out very soon, or, or spend the bulk of it just patting yourself on the back for something that has come out a little a little mm. while ago and been well received. Hey, they didn't just pat themselves on the back conference. for Resident Evil Village. They also did it for Monster Hunter Rise, which is also already out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I yeah I guess I'm up for Resident Evil Village DLC. Mm. Cool. Go yep. for it. But like, yep. yeah, the way they announce it, like, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You'll make DLC for your successful game in 2021? Wow. Yeah. It was a bit like, you guys know you didn't have to do something for this, right? Yeah. Like you could have you could have opted out of E3 if you'd wanted. I mean, I guess they just kind of did because they do have a couple of games coming out. So they were like, yeah, we better just say they're coming out again. It may, yeah. but... Yeah, not Good advertising. There was yeah. like a new version of Street Fighter Five or something as well, I think, and just, just stuff like that, real wheel spinning stuff. So yeah, mm. nothing, nothing much out of Capcom. Square yeah. Enix was kind of similar as well. They had some announcements, but nothing, none of the like Final Fantasy Seven remake Part Two yeah. type of level of stuff. No yeah. Final Fantasy Sixteen anything. Not even yes. a mention of it that I'm aware of. Very true. Yeah, that is a little surprising. Yeah. Um, I guess that happened with other uh, developers and other games where they did a reveal a year ago and then they yeah. didn't touch on it at all. That um, RPG from Xbox, do you remember? And and like Fable as well. There was one called like oh, yeah. Out, Out, Outland and then also Fable. Or I can't remember what that other one was fucking called, but mm. a, some first person one. But yeah, there was a bunch of stuff like that. But they did announce some Final Fantasy things, yeah. like um, remade remakes of the or re- remade remasters of those original six Final Fantasy games, yeah. which are absolutely dog shit in the versions you can purchase today. They've right. got these like smoothed out sprites that look like shit. They look so so bad, and they have done for ages. I don't know if you guys have ever seen these. I have a look at them so. on Steam now, because I wanna I wanna see your face with what I they think, how they messed up my boy. I think they um and haven't they in these ones they've made the sprites even worse, right? Well, they those- they've called them pixel remasters, so. Mm. My understand. You know what? I haven't even looked at them to be honest. I've just realised. <laughs> I, so. I watched this trailer and maybe are they sort of Project Triangle strategy, Octopath Traveler style, adding a bit of depth of field and stuff like that. That was I'm the just, um, impression that I got. Right. What did they announce yeah. recently in that engine? I've completely blanked. They announced a remake of something not yeah. all that long ago in the Octopath engine. Was, it wasn't looks... like Legend of Mana or something. Oh no! Dra- sorry, Dragon Quest Three. Oh yeah, right, um, that's right. They are they, which would be so great if they just remade all of their legacy RPGs from the nineties. Yeah. in that two D three D hybrid engine. I think it looks great. Personally, I I really love it. I I liked Octopath a lot, and my favorite part of it was the visual style. Yeah. So. Yeah, going this, back and putting all those games in that ad- engine would be fucking awesome. This is not that. This is the thing that I am more interested in, which is they're doing uh, like a remaster of them as the original versions looked. 
so yeah, pixely I'm, okay. like I that, am looking which, at Final Fantasy IV on Steam and <laughs> I did not know that this existed and I don't It's fucked like up. It. <laughs> All six of them look like absolute dog shit. It's fucking yeah. crazy. I don't yeah. know who there did it, but they're like these weird smooth down, like you've got a shit filter on in an emulator. It's really terrible. Mm. So they're kind of fixing them up finally, which is nice. Um, that took second place to me in terms of Final Fantasy interest to Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Yeah. Why is it called Stranger of Paradise? I have no idea. Why is it, co- uh, it, why is it called Three Things? <laughs> In the one, in the one title, <laughs> and Final Fa- it's not the Final Fantasy is famously an anthology. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> there's this no is origin the, story for an anthology series. There was a re, there was like a re-release of the first two Final Fantasy games. I think it was, or maybe it was four and five and six or something on the PS One right. called Final Fantasy Origin. It's picky of me to say that that game already exists, but I'm gonna be picky. Because this game's title sounds... It's the equivalent of a Zoom podcast where all the hosts talk at once with their own idea. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Guys, we're talking about Square Enix. Why are you wasting breath wondering about why the game has this kind of title? Like, it's, it's the answer is Life the company is that made it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it looks cool though, the game. There is a demo of it on the PS5 now that I played last night. It is Neo. The game is, it's made by Team Ninja who made Neo. And yes. this is the the gameplay of Neo with like a Final Fantasy coat of paint. So you're fighting against little Final Fantasy uh, enemies and the name of the attack they're doing is popping up over their head and that sort of shit. Cool. It's cool. Yeah, I like it. It looks yeah, cool. I'm yeah, it looks this. great. It runs like absolute horse shit at the moment. It's a long way from being out, but even on the PS5, it's coming out on uh, older consoles too, but it really runs terribly. Uh, I right think it's now. been patched since it was released. I don't know if you got the patched version because I, I saw some people on Twitter being like, this demo is fucked and later no. saying like, oh, this is okay. It's 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 not broken anymore. That original version is that it would literally just say data corrupted and not play. All right. And then they patched it so that it would run it all and now it runs like shit. Okay. I think it is just the fact that it is not released yet. Like it's just the, sure. the frame rate isn't great and it looks a little grainy and stuff like that. But it's stuff that I, you know, it's that's always a, sort of the last part mm. of a game that comes together, right, is optimizing it. But the actual gameplay, really fun. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Maybe it was excited. a little too early to put out a demo or something, but um, I am into the a concept of this for sure. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, what I am not into... Is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, but this boy. is right up your alley, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like space shit. I like funny shit. I like you know quirky bands of characters. I don't. I don't like. I never played the Avengers game that came out last year or the year before, whenever it came out. Guess what? You don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't like how good. they've changed the characters' visuals to be bad. Either make them look like the people in the movies, because that's how I know these characters, or make them look good. Don't make them all look like douchebags. These Guardians of the Galaxy's versions look all look like annoying characters. Fucking Star-Lord looks like a dickhead. It's it's strange, because they don't look comic booky. They no. look real-world. Similar problem that the Avengers had, where you're doing real-world versions of these comic book characters that now have very established 
picturable things in your head of what those real world versions look like, which is actors. Yep. Obviously, it costs more money to get Robert Downey Jr.'s face in a game, so it makes sense that you're redoing them. But yeah, they just look uh, they look a little bit off. I mm. agree. Like, and it is it is so bizarre the way that Square Enix is treating the. They don't know what to do with yeah. Marvel, I guess, because the whole reason that Marvel is as big of a thing and is as successful as it is now is that they have all these different characters who all kind of interact in these various different movies. And what has happened with the Marvel games, I guess Marvel doesn't know what to do with games either. Mm. Maybe the Spider-Man situation is because Sony part owns that, but they're all fucking unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Which feels really strange. Like this is a single player kind of, generic third-person combat type of game, similar to Marvel, but it doesn't have a multiplayer focus anymore. But you mm. wouldn't know from looking at how it plays. And, yeah, I, I am equally dubious of this. I think it just looks kind of same as Avengers, just bland. Yeah. Yeah, could be anything. Yeah. This looks really uninteresting. Yeah. And I don't... So like, that's I'm a not shame. A, I'm not an MCU fan. I am a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I think they're great movies. And, mm. yeah, it is a real shame that, that this is the game... That we're getting for them. I'd, I'd love both of those Insomniac Spider-Man games. They're both mm. really good. And they're, they're yeah. fun adaptations of that character. And they're good game versions of what that character's abilities are. Yep. Totally. And it's a shame that, that that level of translating the comic book mm. to a game, which was as high quality as translating a comic book to the screen as the Marvel movies are, to me, um, that... Square Enix and the the development teams who have been making these games haven't been able to do that for for these games, mm. which is a, yeah. a shame. Yeah. Uh, Platinum showed up in the Square uh, showcase. <laughs> wow, that's Platinum's music. <laughs> <laughs> they showed off their new game, uh, Babylon's Fall. They showed yeah. a little bit of gameplay from that. Uh, it looks it looks okay. But um, not. I mean, I really like Platinum Games. It's a little less from uh, of the sort of visual style that I like from them. Mm. Um, but you know, that's okay because I'm sure I'll be seeing a bit of Bayonetta three uh, <laughs> on Tuesday night. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, really, I didn't I'm see really this nervous until about now. when we have to break this news to Tommy Ben. I don't know how we're going to do this. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how he's going to take it. <laughs> I think he's already had a psychic break. He just is living in a different world now. <laughs> um, I actually love the look of Babylon's Fall. I hadn't seen it until right now. I'm just watching the trailer. I think this looks this looks cool. It does look cool. Yeah. yeah. It does look cool, but it just looks very um it doesn't it like platinum generally have such a like a unique kind of look for how they do things and this doesn't if i didn't know that it was a platinum game going into watching the trailer i don't think it has a lot of their general sort of uh visual style Mm. to it but um but yeah mechanically and gameplay wise it looks uh it looks cool and they make fun games so i'll uh yeah i'll give it a go nice for Mm. sure it's always exciting to see which platinum is going to turn up whether it's going to be like near automata platinum or like Transformers the Game Platinum. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Platinum. But this, yeah, this looks cool. Um, yeah. What else have I got on my list here? Because I, I assume we'll finish off with uh, one specific conference. I've got some some little indies that popped up along the way. I, th- I don't know if you watched, I th- assume you did, Tommy, you watched some of the Wholesome Games Showcase. 
Yep. Um, on Send Master, I think it looks great. Yeah. A bunch of basically <laughs> um, uh, resource and time management games. On Send Master, The Wandering Village looks sick. Garden Story. Yep. And then two games. I think this is already out as a VR game. Hot Pot for One. I think you did you play this, Tommy? Or did you, it was the did you play a ramen game? Maybe am I thinking? No, of? I played a yeah. I played the official Ichiran. That's right. Ramen game. On well, there's VR. there's a hot pot game, and there's also a soup mm-hmm. pot game. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. The soup pot and one there's is also. Oh yeah, there's another. And the, well, there's also not in this presentation, but there was a game that got announced that's a Splatoon ripoff called oh. Raw Men. Oh man, Raw, oh. Raw Men. That's going to be embarrassing like, for them when Nintendo show more of Splatoon Three. Mm, one of their <laughs> big properties conference. that everyone's excited yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah, it's spreading. It's spreading. Um, <laughs> it's the same mechanics, but you're you know you're coding the world with food and you start out in a big ramen pot yeah, um, kind of thing. So, yeah, big big soup theme in... Uh, yeah. People want comforting food-based games. Very nice, um, warm. Wonder why. Yeah. I wonder what's happened in the world in the past year to make people <laughs> want that. But I, yeah, uh, I, it's probably and also, metaphorically, a lot of presentations were quite thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what else? Yokai in Yeah, a bunch of like... Um, and then other city building ones that I didn't write down as well, like heaps of these kind of games were shown in the PC gaming stuff, the future games showcase, and yeah, the wholesome games showcase that I'm super into. All of this looks really, really fun. Garden Story, I think, looks really great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for that since they first showed it off a little while ago. There's a game called Unpacking, which oh, is uh, yes. a little puzzle game where you've just got boxes of stuff in a room and you have to take them all out and um, kind of arrange them in the room. Uh, well, I'm really uh, excited to play that, although uh, I am just about to have that experience mm. of moving house IRL, so maybe by the time I'm done with that, I won't be able to think of anything worse to do with my time. <laughs> now, hold on. You've said there's a game about unpacking boxes. <laughs> No, there's a lot to unpack there. Let's, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I watched the Space Jam 2 trailer before, so that's my (laughs) sense of humor now. I've played the demo for this unpacking game, uh, and it's sick. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Cool. It's very simple. There's there's not heaps to it, but um, what it is, is a relaxing, simple game, which... It gave me a bit of House Flipper vibe, right? It's just meant to be very... It's like a, it, zen, yeah. just, you know. Probably this, a similar if effect um, will happen mm. for you as a player. Different uh, aesthetic, though. It's a, it is more oh, cutesy. It's, more, yeah. it's a little more leaning into it. But that's cool. great. There's a game called A Musical Story, which is just this sort of uh, this guy remembering his time in a band and it's like a rhythm game thing that doesn't... Mm. Um, I watched a developer video about it. It doesn't sort of cue you with button prompts you're actually having to listen to the music oh. and just intuit what you're meant to be doing, which sounds, uh, if they can pull that off, that mm. could be really cool and really satisfying. Keener Bridge of Spirits yep. looks cool. Uh, and a huge one that got announced early on in E3 that I think looks really fantastic is Metal Slug Tactics. Oh, I forgot about um, that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me- like seeing that there was a new Metal Slug, I was like, eh, Th- just assuming it was going to be another, you know, Side scroller, mm. bullet healthy. I was like, cool, but you know, not 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 one hundred percent my jam. But then actually watching the trailer and just going, oh, this is this is Advance Wars. Yeah, <laughs> or like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of that with like the isometric perspective. It's one of those sort of kind of XCOMy like mm. 
yeah. squad tactics games. And it looks fucking awesome. That art style turned into that yeah. perspective looks so cool. You guys should it check out. It looks really sick. On, it's such a cool rebranding and idea. Sorry. On Game Pass, there is a game called, I think it's called Pathless. And it is the same as this. It's oh, like really? a 16-bit style. Um, the aesthetic is like Indiana Jones. You're traveling through a sort of North African desert to find a thing. But, um, yeah, similar sort of vibe, um, similar color palette. And, yeah, like an XCOM or a Mario plus Rabbids, it is a grid-based tactical uh, RPG. Cool. And, yeah, if you have Game Pass, it's free. It's free to check out. I really enjoyed right. it. I do have a bit of nostalgia for Metal Slug, though, as a series. Right, I like those right. arcade games, and yeah. um, there was a really good compilation of them all on, like, the PS2 and the Wii, and I think everything at the time that right. I played a fair bit of. And I, yeah, those, it's, uh, it, it, that's a really surprising and mm. uh, cool looking game. Yeah, yeah. Very jacked for that. I don't think they've really said. Uh, when it's out or what it's out on. I think all they've said at the moment is PC. Uh, oh, I right. think you're right, yeah. Let's but um, but I'm into it. Yeah. All right. Tactics, yeah, yeah. Well, if that's all the all the stuff uh, pre two a.m. Australian time Wednesday morning, <laughs> uh, so we all stayed up. Uh, yeah, it felt uh, <laughs> it was. It's fun, honestly. It's fun to have an excuse to stay up until a ridiculous hour. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's why yeah. I did it and three times. And getting to midnight and going, I'm really <laughs> tired. Oh, is, there's still ages to go until this thing starts. Yeah. Um, and Like at, at 12.30 in the morning, I was genuinely considering putting on a Fast and the Furious movie to kill the time. <laughs> 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 I played a bunch of Ratchet and Clank, which we'll talk about next week, but here's a preview. That game's sick. But uh, Nintendo had their Direct, which yeah. they had said would be exclusively software coming to the Nintendo Switch Mostly in 2021. And I tell you what, they didn't fucking lie. Yeah. Yep. That's for sure. That's yep. what they showed. It did what it says on the tin. It sure yep. did. Some of that <laughs> software came to other consoles much longer ago than 2021. Yeah, true. But a lot yeah, of it did. Based on that, yeah. that that tagline, if you got overhyped for this, it's your ent- entirely your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unless that. you read Bloomberg. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. And I think also just like, uh, so the, the, there was some really, there's there's four games in particular that I'm genuinely looking forward to that were shown in this. I think that there was a glut of stuff like, hey, Tony Hawk 1 plus 2, mm-hmm. that's coming to the Switch and that sort of thing that was like, okay, all right. But that's already been, in, that's out in like, that's out really soon. Right. That's out inside of a month. Like that wasn't if even if that had have been the announcement, like oh that you know that right. remaster from the PlayStation. That's that's yeah. coming out. If that had have been the announce of that, it would have been like oh cool, people are interested in that. Right. But and spending a, time on it when it's happening in two weeks is and just a like, lot of that stuff of like the Life is Strange games and this Worms game and they all come in a Switch and they all look like shit. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Worms looked just. Terror, it looked like it was running yeah. at about 11 frames per second. It a, looks a lot of so these games choppy. had that problem. It's almost as though Nintendo needs to update their hardware. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah it, uh, like I, I feel like increasingly the problem with these directs is that they they go for 40 minutes and they spend more and more and more and more time on this sort of third party filler stuff, yep. which people that are watching these that are tuning in for these things don't particularly care about and it feels like when they started doing these switch presentations 
it was a big deal that third-party games were coming out for a Nintendo console because sure. they hadn't really had third-party. I remember watching them when the when the Switch was in its first year. It was like, oh, cool, the South Park game's coming out. Like, it actually was impressive. Yes. Oh, they're, they're porting Doom over. Like, that's great. It, yeah. it kind of was impressive. It was the thing that we now, were they're the just most filling up so much time with all of it. A lack of third-party games on the Switch was the thing I think that we were the most sceptical about. Like, that's what killed the Wii U, people not buying yeah. into... Nintendo's new console and so yeah it's mm. cool it's cool but like I mean like I'll just list them off Strange Brigade Herney Hawk 1 and 2 Fatal Frame uh, Danganronpa Cruise and Blast Dragon Ball Z Just Dance Two Point Campus Super Monkey Ball like Worms like you said like th- none of these all of are- these getting quite a quite a long time because I think mm. with the early Switch uh, Nintendo directs with the Switch we were getting a lot of those announcements of like guess what Metro Prime 4 motherfucker Bayonetta 3 games that still haven't shown up you know yeah. so yeah. maybe we're programmed yeah. to think that a direct is exciting based on these false promises from earlier ones that still haven't panned out which makes sense why they'd be cagey about going mm. hey guess what's coming down the line bitch Mario Odyssey yeah. 2 but I also think, like, yeah, they the whole thing of this needing to go for 45 minutes, that's completely mm. invented by them. Like I said to you guys, I can't remember if it was in the trailer, trailer or affair, but, yeah, if this had have been a 15-minute, 10-minute presentation of just the first party stuff, it'd be like, great. Yeah. But it's it was, the, it was the spending 20 minutes of just watching worms and tony hawk and just going like and not to say that there's not people that are interested in those games like of course there are but when it's when it's e3 and this is the platform to to sort of go big yeah you know regardless of what your own hype levels are and that is completely self-inflicted for sure but when it's happening at this conference like at this level it's generally not the time that you would think that they wheel out the the kind of more um, broad, accessible stuff yeah. because it is the real diehards that are tuning in mm. at this time that know that E3 even exists. Yeah, to just given like like, hey, Kazuya Mishima from Tekken, he's here. You got a spare ten minutes? Let's show you. Uh, uh, here's all the moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff is just like a, a little bit weird. But having said that, the, there was plenty of stuff in it that was like sort of underwhelming or not interesting to me. But there were things that were interesting to me for sure. Um, right. It was kind of rumored before this, but there's a new 2D Metroid game coming called Metroid Dread, yep. which is the name yep. of like a DS Metroid game that got canceled that was rumored for ages. So that's kind of cool. Oh. It's Metroid yeah. Metroid 5. So the, yeah. the follow-up yeah. to Fusion. It looks cool. I think, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, I was, as I was watching it again, when they, you know, they introduced it by going, Still working on Prime 4. Yeah. Don't have anything to show you, but here's this. It was hard watching it not to feel like it was just rushed out or, a, you know, something to sort of appease people. It, you know what I mean? It was kind of hard to watch mm. it on its own kind of merits as like a game that will be good. But like watching it again this morning, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm into it. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be fun. That, that uh, it's the same team, I believe, who did uh, Samus Returns, like the remake of 2. Right. Uh, which are also the team who did Other M, I'm pretty sure, which wasn't well received. But this, this, yeah, had some cool ideas in it. And uh, playing a 2D Metroid game again is something I've done 50 times in the last 10 years because every indie game is that. But <laughs> I also, I'm also yeah. interested to get it from the horse's mouth. Um, WarioWare Get It Together yep. was shown. Again, rumored that there'd be a new WarioWare game and here it was, but... Uh, 
that's sick that there's a new WarioWare game. I love most of those. Did you see uh, where that rumor came from, by the way? Because that's kind of funny. Nah, Wario? <laughs> they randomly sent yeah, out Wario. a survey to a bunch of like my Nintendo members or whatever. And it just it was just an email that just had one survey question on it that said, if we were to release a new WarioWare game, what would you be happy paying for it? That's pretty fun. And then they sent a second email out saying, Haha, sorry, my friend took my phone. That, <laughs> that wasn't me. Fuck. Um, but no. yeah, we talk about this on, on the trailer trailer. We go into uh, great detail. Um, mm-hmm. This is cool. This is one of the ticks in the Nintendo in the Nintendo yeah. conference um, for sure. One of uh, I guess Mario Golf Super Rush. We're all we've seen a bunch of times. We're excited for it. It's going to be a good game. It'll be out um, two weeks, three weeks, or something as well. Yeah, very, very soon. Yep. What else? Confirmation that here? they'll be doing a lot of post-launch stuff for that. Yes. Uh, yep. They showed a little DLC course that's coming down the line of a new Donk City uh, golf course, uh, which. Which cool if they do stuff like that, then um, great. They are doing a, uh, they're doing Mario Party Superstars, mm. which is a, uh, yeah, a hundred of a uh, hundred of the classic mini games from the sixty four ones and five boards. And a lot of people are wondering why this couldn't have just been DLC. Yeah, yeah or like if they're going to do this, make it a little more substantial maybe because there's a lot of Mario Party content in your backlog now, right? If you were to put mm, more yeah. of it in, hey, that might be cool to have like a Mario Party game that you can keep coming back to and you don't get sick of as quickly. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm. not the not the design philosophy of Mario Party. <laughs> uh, more of Shin Megami Tensei Five, which mm-hmm. I'm interested in. It was uh, honestly a little bit of a dull trailer for anyone who's like played one of those games or a Persona game before because they just kind of explained exactly what these games are but there's plenty of people i'm sure who have a switch and haven't played one of these games and uh it it really laid it out there but yeah uh, it looks cool yeah 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 this is a legitimate long deep uh action rpg with a a rich history and i i mean i got excited seeing those persona enemies (laughs) you know like that yeah yeah I, i i i'm keen to play one of the mainline series same, absolutely. I never have, mm. and uh, I, I loved Persona Five, same as you guys. And uh, this looks like more of the good shit from that, Ooh, yeah. with a little bit more of the a remaster, serious tone. Uh, yeah, the remaster of Three uh, just came out. I think a f- few weeks ago. Yeah. I think was very well received. Oh. People were really into that. So, yeah, been thinking about maybe maybe dipping into that just to see what all the goddamn fuss is about. <laughs> what are you fucking kids talking about? <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a turn. Um, I guess, yeah. Other than ju- like, there was there was a bit more humming and whoring about sort of whatever. Like there there were a lot of sort of, and also this, and you're like, oh yeah, and I can't even remember a lot of them. But then towards the end, I guess it's probably the point we're up to. They showed some Zelda stuff. They were like, this will be our last section of the thing for today. Yeah, which is like, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> and they showed um, a bit more of a uh, Skyward Sword remaster, which is again out in like a month. Mm-hmm. And yep. then a new one of those game and watch things like they made for Mario, which looks really cool. Yeah. Well, they cut to the final segment and uh, yeah, Anuma gets on mm. and he introduces the Hyrule Champions DLC. <laughs> That's right. 
So yeah, and for which which looks cool. I love that game, but for a moment it looked like that was going to be the big closer of the presentation. That's right, yeah. Which in my head, I was like, this sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And then he and then he comes back and he goes, we're going to celebrate the 35th anniversary of Zelda by releasing a little game and watch with the original Zelda games on it. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I was wrong. This sums it up perfectly <laughs> as the last thing of the presentation. I was like, yep. A little fucking clock. I mean, it does look cool. It it's, looks it's cool. A, as a little collectible little thing, thing. Mm. it's nice. Same as that Mario one where yeah. there are better ways of playing those games if you want to play those games. But uh, yeah. it's a nice little fucking trinket to have on a shelf and Absolutely. get dusty. And it's got uh, it's got three of them in it, which yeah. makes it a yeah. pretty decent value proposition and, and retroactively makes the uh, Mario one look like a fucking cheap piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so weird that you like, well, there's two other NES games. What, where are they? No, we put an alarm clock in. You have to be happy yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. And you also get like a little thing of like that, uh, that like, Mole squashing game and watch game, but Link's yep. head is yep. instead of the regular head. Yep. Uh, and then he was like, and also, okay, a little Breath of the Wild 2. We know what you like. Yep. We know what you guys are into. Here's a bit of Breath of the Wild 2. And uh, short and sweet trailer for that, with um, that again is in that trailer, trailer video. The, the, looks like the big new ability is that Link can like ghost through walls. And skydive. Yeah. I guess you could and, probably, and you could kind of sky, like you could jump off shit, but. Yeah, but the, the verticality is a lot more. So he starts off right in the, way up in the sky mm. where the, where the, where the bluebirds yeah. fly. Mm-hmm. And the, which it, it's kind of, uh, I've seen this commented on a bit like, yeah, the first thing we saw was him kind of falling through the sky. Yeah. Great way of kicking it off. Uh, it immediately makes it, uh, makes the whole kind of, Seemingly random re-release of Skyward Sword make a bit more sense because it seems like it's borrowing some elements from that. I guess so. The kind of floating islands right. and the you know there's a lot of it seems to be like a lot of themic kind of yeah. thematic parallels with that. Um, but yeah, very brief. Uh, yeah, we we basically just saw that like from that first shot. I thought yeah, this is this is exactly what I wanted to be seeing. And yeah, uh, yeah Breath of the Wild's a huge game in terms of its scope and people have been wondering yeah how do you how do you make a sequel how do you make it bigger and more satisfying and yeah the answer turns out to be put a bunch of shit in the sky yep. right which seems seems awesome same totally. map but some lands in the sky now which means there's also probably some caves which is like from that original sort of teaser trailer people thought oh it's the same map but with caves but nah same map with caves and islands in the sky yeah yeah, and uh, it also no, nah, I guess that was it. It looks like the same thing again, but Breath of the Wild is yeah. maybe the best game that's ever been made. So cool. Yeah, I I really felt like this trailer. Like I I liked it. I loved seeing um, you know, just anything of this game, getting any kind of proper glimpse of what we're going to be doing was obviously very exciting. And a twenty twenty two release date as well. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, it really felt to me like they had been a little bit forced into making this trailer um, before they are right. really ready to or would have wanted to. Uh, because this presentation without that little glimpse at the end is pretty diabolical. Right. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I read I read a thing today that it's, it's not going to be called Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to be called The Legend of Zelda and it's going to have its own 
uh, subtitle mm. thing. Yeah. And they're not even ready to show that yet. And no. It, it, this trailer, like, I thought it was good. I'm not knocking it. Like, yeah. I thought everything we saw was really good. Yeah. But it, it, didn't, it didn't really have that sort of – it was just – Something about it was just kind of cut together in a, and it didn't have that like kind of cinematic polish that they kind of would normally have for like a big Whoa. reveal of something like this. It really did feel like they'd had to be very selective about the small little things that they could or were ready to show. It felt like it had been done under duress. To with me. with that, if you compare it to that first trailer, if you remember it of Breath of the Wild one where it had that music that was like soaring and it showed all the different parts of the world, but from vantage points where you couldn't really tell where they were. And it was all, you know, it was really, really nicely cut together. Yeah, I think you're right that this Mm. was just like... This this had some cool moments in it, but it just felt a little... And the fact that it didn't... you, You would think like that you would get to the end and maybe you would see the title reveal. Like, we actually right. don't know the formal title of it yet. We're getting 2022. a date. Think- <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> right. It's going to be released in 2023, obviously. But Right, yeah. yeah. 2022 comes out in 2023. It's uh, a sequel to Breath uh, of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, again, like a lot of people commenting on, especially some of those sequences that are in the sky where y- the, the draw distance that they're showing oh, yeah. and the way these, like... The, the world is being rendered and then yeah. the stuff in the sky is being rendered. It's like... That shit was crazy in the first one. can't be running on this But that shit looked great on the first one and that ran on the fucking Wii U too, you know? Like, ran poorly on the Wii U, but it ran on it. But you could see the other side of the that entirety of Hyrule in that first one. So I do think that this looks pretty much at the exact same standard of that first one to me. Yeah, maybe there's more yeah, stuff it- in... Like you can see more stuff. They've added stuff, physical stuff, to what is in yeah. in your field of view. But mm. uh, detail-wise, and it still has that restrained style, which allowed them to get away with processing yeah. all of that stuff I, on screen. Having having gone back to Breath of the Wild from time to time during this year, it looks really similar to the first one. Mm. Right, so, right. So yeah, I don't. I it wouldn't surprise me if that is just running on. A bog-ass switch, which is the only type of switch that exists and ever will. So <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Foolish but to yeah, speculate very, on. Uh, yeah. Very exciting to get that glimpse at the end. Uh, there wasn't a lot in there for my tastes uh, personally. Advance uh, Wars. In terms of the franchises that I really like. Advance Wars re-release is the one that I forgot about that some people are excited yes. by. And I love those first two games. I played them a lot on the Game Boy Advance. And I think these... Uh, like their re-releases of that it's exactly the same games which is cool if you never played them or cool if you want to play them again but fuck me do they look terrible to my eye mm. the 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 design of these the art design of these looks just abysmal to me yeah i'd kind of i'd i'd rather just a i'd rather just a straight port in the in the pixely style i think i would too like I, there's just something yeah. about the way these look that really Got the hairs on the back of my neck growling. Yeah, these also look like a game that might... Like, stylistically, they look like a game that would be advertised to you on Instagram or something. Yeah. Um, And I think the Metal Slug Tactics, which is sort of doing a bit of the same thing, but in that pixel arty style, it was hard not to feel like the the sting of this announcement was taken out because, uh, yeah, without that existing, I probably would be a bit more amped on this. But it's funny, like, the, the differences between, you know, it all comes down to just what are the franchises that you really care about and talking right. to a lot of people who 
a, a huge Metroid heads, specifically 2D Metroid heads. Seen a lot of people saying they think this is the best direct they've ever seen. Uh, for me personally, I thought it was one of the worst, but like. Like, the difference for me would have been if we saw Bayonetta 3, I would have been going, yeah, that was a fucking banger. Like right. that, you know what I mean? Just mm. one thing like that would have made all the difference for for my personal tastes. Um, but, you know, it was great. It was great burning the midnight oil with my boys. <laughs> I got to say that. That was the real highlight of the direct was, was yeah. the friendship. And yeah. I, I just, I like E3 happening in the way that it right. used to or close to. I yeah. just think it's quite fun to get all this news at once and go, ooh. It's still, it's fun to sit up uh, to 2.30 in the morning and all be like, what the fuck is this Worms game? Is this even <laughs> running properly? It looks buggy and it's a trailer. That's still a fun thing to yeah. go through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. But, uh, yeah, look, overall, yeah, there's, there's plenty of stuff coming out that... Yeah. Uh, that I'm pumped on this. Plenty. Same. There's a lot of stuff coming out in the back end of the year, um, and you know, for all the for all the shitting on it, there are a bunch of Switch Switch games coming out um, yes. before the end of 2021 that uh, I'm keen to play. Yeah. There's so, a bunch of stuff. I don't yeah. know if it, I guess it wasn't in the Nintendo presentation, but there is stuff that's coming to Switch that you know, like Ghost Runner. Like there's there's a bunch of games that yeah. if you're a Switch owner and you don't have an up to date PC or another console. It's still sick that a bunch of games are getting ported over. Um, right. Yeah, like we said. That's true. We talked about like 40 games that we're excited for. So I think it's um, yeah. that has to be a, a big tick in, in E3's box in, in yeah. its favour. For sure. Yeah. I, I so want to I, I wanna, I wanna keep playing video games for another year. I've, t- I've made the decision. <laughs> yeah. Well, every t- every E3 or, you know, around this time every year, we, we have to decide if we want to keep doing the podcast or not. And um, Yeah. There's, there's games. hosting subscriptions due. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. yearly uh, yeah. subscription fee. <laughs> Did I let the pay. website lapse or not? Oh, there's still yeah. games. Okay. Hey, the podcast <laughs> guild is ringing. Do we do we get back <laughs> yeah. to them or? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'd better wrap it up there uh, for our big E3 wrap up. Uh, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, it was fun uh, chatting with you guys over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, about it, if you're in our Facebook group or our Discord. Uh, and hey, look, if we if we missed anything that you think looks great that you'd like to hear us discuss, uh, maybe we can do maybe we can do an ep of all the stuff that fell by the wayside, or we mm. could do another trailer trailer video. But um, right. yeah, if you think there's anything that looks super great that um, that we should know about, because yeah, apologies if we left out something that was one of your favourites, but uh, this has gone for an hour and a half, and uh, yeah, we we felt like we covered heaps. But um, yeah, let us know. Uh, head to the website, filthycasuals.com.au. You can support the show on Patreon where you get a bonus episode every week. You also get early access to our YouTube videos that we're doing at the moment. Uh, We just started a playthrough of Operation Tango, which we started doing because of uh, being in lockdown and not being able to be in the same room. But it's a uh, cooperative spy hacking game where Mm. you guys are both playing and I'm watching both of your screens Mm. and getting very overwhelmed by it. Those (laughs) restrictive lockdown rules lift soon as well so yeah. We'll, yeah we'll do operation tango and we'll get back to it takes two as well and uh we'll do more of the trailer trailer stuff and probably some other things yeah i'm doing more streaming at the moment too I, i've i've finally fucking sockled down and uh <laughs> gotten myself in front of a camera i played a bit of game builder garage which we'll talk about next week 
but I'm going to do that. I don't have any regular schedule or anything yet. But Adam Knox Real and Official is my Twitch channel that I'm going to change the name of at some point. So don't get attached because it's that I wrote that as a joke, <laughs> and I'm worried sometimes that people think it's real. That I really <laughs> think people need me to go. This is the official one. So um, turn it. Yeah, make I, it I'm, Adam Knox. Adam Knox sucks. No, I don't want to make it that. <laughs> well, it's more um, self-deprecating than Adam Knox real and official. Yeah, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> okay, just yeah, call I it don't... Adam Knox then. But it's a bit of fun. Nah, that doesn't work. It's not complicated and confusing <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a bit of fun if you want to come over there for whenever I'm doing the next one. I don't know when. Oh yeah, and we and have also, a new yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably add a... Um, Add a plug to the start as well if you can be bothered, Knox. But uh, yeah, yeah sure. Knox, Knox and I are doing a podcast called Gabagool where we're gabbing about The Sopranos. Like, are you talking to me? One episode of the show every week. Recap and review. Um, definitely a recap if you're worried about not having time to watch the show. We just go through every scene. So um, yeah. yeah, it's been super fun so far. It's a great show. It's just so fun Dude, to talk about. It's it's fantastic. And The Sopranos ain't bad either. <laughs> nice. Nice. You kick off by saying, uh, welcome to another episode, Gabba Ghouls and Gabba Goblins. Or maybe that you can do that on a Halloween-themed episode. Oh, perhaps. thanks, Tommy. Can we have that? Yeah. I really want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do talk about um, umming and ahhing about saying Yabba Gabba Ghoul. It's th- oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's a great, yeah, Sopranos is a great show. If you've never watched it, watch so along good. with us. Or if you've watched it before, maybe it's an excuse. Or if you just want to listen, you can do that too. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's fun. Gabba Ghoul. Check all that stuff out, and yeah, as we mentioned, we uh, yeah the rules have uh, got announced today as we're recording that we can uh, yeah we can be back in the same room from next week. So thank you for bearing with us mm, yeah. uh, for these couple of weeks of Zoom interludes. Hope everyone's doing okay wherever you are in the world, getting vaccinated, doing all the right stuff, keeping your distance if you've got to do that, and uh, yeah, take care, everyone. Hope you enjoyed E3. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Here's my uh, here's my impression of the end of Nintendo Direct. Oh, and uh, one less thing. <laughs> what do you reckon, guys? Good impression, right? <laughs> Not ready to joke about it, sorry. <laughs> my business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.